0: to the G-Man Fantasy Football Podcast, with of course a special focus on the Family Matters Fantasy Football League. But we'll cover all things NFL. We are recording this on Monday night, it is 8.40, the game between the Giants and the Eagles has just ended. It is Monday, December 9th, and before we start this off, let's see if we can get one more G-Man on the phone.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of backstory here, you know, we kind of like... Coming into tonight, we thought Joe was out of it. He was down big. Um, I think well, he was down like 20, but and he had only had Ertz left. And John still had Saquon. So, like, all indications were going to be that that's just going to be too big of a gap for Joe to overcome. Yeah, but, John
0: John had 107. Should be winning. Should have got uh, this.
1: I mean, man, the day of the comeback. Uh, yesterday, my <laughs> comeback effort against Jim just came up shy. Um and and then it also looked bad for Joe, so it looked like dang um the Govs are gonna have to rely on Greg as our only hey, last man standing. But sure enough, Carson Wentz got the ball to Zach Ertz in overtime to give Joe the edge. Wow, what a what a what a finish. So Well
0: it it's it's been a day of or it's been a weekend of I don't wanna say upset, but just some amazing games. In a ninety four point offensive duel between Two NFC teams, 49ers, edged out the Saints. We'll talk about that. The Ravens clinched the playoff bid over the Bills.
1: Yeah, definitely an exciting week of action this week,
0: 14. Can it for a second? Okay. Joe, uh, Joe um, you just had a
2: crazy comeback. We just wanted to see if we, we could get speaker? You. Yeah. what Yeah. How your emotions were flowing right now when the – Ertz just got the game-winning touchdown. Not only did the Eagles win, but he won you your fantasy game. We're just curious how you're feeling. I, I- –
3: I honestly had no idea that, like, I'm like, I'll have Ertz, like, you know, whatever. I was down by 19 going into the game, and but he had safe on Barkley, so I was like, uh, like, there's
2: no chance. Yeah, honestly, Joe, uh, I, 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 100 honest. I broke up John for the win already. I put up for the matchups next week. I put John versus Jim. I, dude, freaking Ertz, the Eagles, they, they're able to pull it through. He
3: owed you one, huh, Joe? It was it was madness. Like the Eagles, like somehow won, and then Ertz somehow like put up points. Like it was ridiculous.
1: It must be a huge shift in emotion for you over the past, let's say, thirty maybe hour. Where at one point the Eagles were down seventeen to three. Basically, everybody's just making fun of you at that point. You lost to Miami last week. Looks like you're about to lose to Eli Manning's return game. Um what is this swing be? You must have been feeling down, and now you're elated, right? Well, like.
3: Yeah, like you said, like even the announcer was like kind of like joking about the Eagles and like just the NFC East in general because the NFC
2: East is like it's going to be some mess right now. But yeah, yeah, I mean we hold the fate to the
3: division. You know, we went out, it's over. You know, I think the Cowboys will lose next week too. So like, there's like the, the division is so like messed up right now. I don't, I don't know what happened. You know, because the Cowboys were a great team last year, the Eagles were a great team, and like all of a sudden. You know we're below par teams, so it's really weird.
2: Yeah, I would just say that the Cowboys' true colors are finally showing. Dak Prescott's—you know, this is fourth season teams. I've seen a lot of film on him, and then uh, the Eagles. I think you guys have just been like just a tremendous amount of injuries. You know, Djax. I believe Lane Johnson got hurt again. Jeffrey, you guys have lost so much wide receiver. Yeah,
3: I mean, it just really shows like how. I guess not deep we are because we keep getting, like, major injuries and then no one can really step up. So it's it's kind of sad to see that, like, our underclassmen aren't really stepping up. but
1: You say nobody stepped up, but you were able to get it done tonight. I know I saw apparently when, uh, unfortunately, Sean got carted off tonight. You guys were apparently down to just two receivers suited up. I noticed yeah. you were using both Ertz and uh, Goddard basically as, as slot receivers there at the end. You know, a lot of different running backs who were kind of playing maybe some receiver too i mean you guys were able to really improvise and overcome a little bit and i guess you had some receivers who i don't even know never heard their name before in my life like ward or something and they're out there making catches for carson Wentz. so you know boston, boston scott's out there man and yeah i mean again good team win in the end i mean again you're not really happy with, like from the sense of you know beating the giants not like you know go go yeah, go, no. yeah celebrate you know what?
0: at this point a win, a win is, is a win a win, a
1: win yep. is a win yep. and especially feel better after again lost to Miami last week which was obviously disappointing but the uh, cowboys lost so you're you're right up there tied with them both 6 and 6 it'll be in, i mean again people six are going to clown seven. you guys 6 and 7 my bet both people are going to clown you that you're both losing records right now but hey one of you's making the playoffs no, definitely, it's it's
3: crazy though. Like um, the Eagles, they gotta win out. It's all up to them.
2: I did want to ask him about his fantasy team before we let him go, though. So, um, Joe, I just wanted to ask you. I mean, no Josh Jacobs this week. I, I was telling you, and dude, this Washington guy, you're able to sub in for 21. That was huge.
1: Very, hey, every point mattered for you this week, so that was huge.
3: Yeah, before that. Um, cuz it was a later game. It was after, late afternoon, but um before that all the morning games I, I was like I was in full panic mode. I had ones, zeros, ones, twos. So yeah. I, I at this point I was like, okay, like, I'll just put the backup put him in, you know, whatever whatever happens happens and he ends up having a great game. So that was great.
2: Yeah, and not to mention you were able to overcome a negative 8 points from the San Francisco defense this week. <laughs> yeah. That, that's insane. Well,
3: Well, it was between the uh, 49ers or the Saints defense. They're playing against each other, so uh, the Saints is only negative six, but...
2: Yeah, you, you you know you know this backstory, Steve. The other defense he had was New Orleans, and they had not minus six.
0: Well, th- yeah, they that's such a high scoring game. Yeah,
2: but both of his imagine both of your
1: defenses you have. That's just I could I can,
0: I can see where you're like going. It's over.
1: See, that's it's always over. one of those tough situations because you've kind of rid the back of San Francisco. Kind of that's one of the reasons you made the playoffs, right? Is they were so good for you. So you can't
3: yeah, stick can with the guns there. Right? I had to play him. I just felt like San Francisco's D has a better upside.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
3: I, you know, I had to.
1: Yeah, you got to live with the sword, dive by the sword. Exactly. Niners,
2: yeah, you, you went with it, but dude, that's just crazy. You think yeah, you got a minus eight and you're able to pull through. I'm, I'm happy for you, Joe. I'm glad for you. You're going to have Jim next week, and uh, the other matchup will be Greg versus Ryan. We'll get
1: into that in a bit, but
3: congrats, I'm excited. Joe.
2: Yeah, congrats, Joe. Good luck next week, and uh, good night.
3: Good night. Thanks for having me. All right, well, hey,
0: we just had a nice call in from uh, Joe Governelli, our G-man on the East Coast, and um, got his reaction to a, should I say a stellar, a shocking, I think is the word I'm going to use, a shocking end for a Monday night football game. I would not have thought it would have been that exciting looking at the matchup between the Giants and the Eagles. Wow.
2: Yeah, Eli Manning in his first game back. In like, and like did he play in the first week? I don't even remember. Yeah, he did. His first week in a while. And you know he lost his game, so he's under 500 on his oh, career I now, guys. I knew you
0: were going to say that. I knew it. <laughs> I forgot when I thought he was going to be playing tonight. I'm like, <laughs> if he doesn't win, oh, I knew you were going to say that. I just I just You know what? Let it go. All right, so uh, where he should be, huh, Nick? Let's let's do our sound effect. And let's talk about week NFL week fourteen.
1: Yeah, well, let's just start off. I mean, where else? Thursday night. I, you know, again, I was off on this game. I thought the Cowboys were going to be able to uh, get their first win against a winning team, and, and they weren't. And really, it, it's closer than it really was. The Bears kind of dominated this game. Mitchell Trubisky had a had a huge performance, looked good, and Bears ended up winning thirty one twenty four.
2: Yeah, um, I wasn't on the show last week, and I'm glad Paul was able to say I got the Bears in. It's actually what I would have picked. And, you know, my main takeaway from this game was that, you know, we had Mitchell Trubisky versus, as I said a couple weeks ago, versus the terrible Giants defense, and he didn't expose them. But then he came against here out here against the Cowboys defense, which is better than the Giants defense, but not, like, a, not very good either. And, you the Bears are able to put up thirty one points. So, you know, it's it's a rocky road for this Bears team, but in the end of the day I think they're gonna have to move on. But yeah, that's a good win and uh that's they're still contending for an NFC mathematically but they're out of it.
0: Yeah, but maybe we gotta give Trubisky his props. Through he threw three touchdown passes and ran for a score. It's a great way to 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 get towards the end of the season and bring yourself back up. So good for them.
2: Yeah, he's finally using his legs. And man, quarterbacks nowadays, you gotta use your legs. You gotta be mobile. You gotta give a dual threat. Um, you gotta be a dual threat. You gotta give the defense, you know, at least in the back of their mind, like, oh, he might run it here. He might run it here.
1: Yeah, and I guess let's move on. You know, a game I was right on last week. We talked about it. The the Atlanta Falcons beat up really on the Panthers, forty to twenty. Again, we talked about. I, we really like this game, Steve, because Panthers yeah. just fired their head coach. Right. They're not they're gonna be disorganized, they're gonna be chaotic. And really that's what we saw. Um Atlanta really had no issues.
2: Yeah, and uh I agree and to touch on last week I wasn't here to talk about Ron Rivera. I thought it was I thought it was bad by the Carolina. He's been a great coach for them. And I thought it was a bad look. I mean the seasons like the off season for Carolina is like four weeks away. Why not just wait four weeks? I understand that they came out and said they didn't want to look for a head coach behind his back. But at the same time, I was like, you're four weeks away from a, the offseason. Just wait it out. Let him finish the year off. But, you know, that, it is oh, how it they, is. they
0: were struggling now. It just makes it even tougher for them. Matt Ryan had a very good game. And uh, that's all we can say, really.
1: Moving on, Paul? Yeah, Tampa Bay 38, uh, Indianapolis 35, high-scoring game. Another shootout for Tampa Bay. It feels like every one of their games are high-scoring, exciting games. One of the big takeaways this week, Mike Evans actually like hurt his hamstring pretty bad on a 60-yard touchdown run. You could see it at the end of his, of his touchdown reception, I mean. Um, he was pulling up limp on his hamstring. They said it's not looking good um, for him. Another thing I saw, Jameis Winston has got 23 turnovers. He had three in this game. That puts him like six clear of the next highest guy. I think Baker Mayfield has 17 uh, interceptions. So, I mean, Jameis, that's what he is, man. He, he, he's... A lot of touchdowns or interceptions. I mean, that's just what it is with him.
0: Sounds like a wild um, player. Yeah. yeah, he's a wild card. So you
1: go from one game that's right. high explosive, high scoring, lots of touchdowns, lots of big plays, to the Jets, 22, Dolphins, 21. Nick, how many field goals were this game?
2: Yeah, you know, apparently there was 11 field goals in this game. The Dolphins, seven of them. They had seven field goals. All 21 what? of their points were yeah. from field goals. I think goals. we call
1: that getting 21 the hard way. Now,
2: <laughs> Yes, and also something I want to know is... Hit me. We we got <laughs> in our fantasy league we got rid of kickers and it was because of performances like this. Some guy could have just been holding on to the Dolphins kicker just for shits and gigs, and he has seven field goals. Yeah, I didn't day. miss the kickers fair this point. Year. You're right. Yeah, yeah you're fair right. point. What's that?
1: He probably put up like oh, 25 he, or something. Probably man. like
2: 25 points. I'm like, that's crazy. You, but you but, you but could to be wow. fair,
1: like who's crazy enough to play the Dolphins? Like kicker, the best right? kicker in the league,
2: Justin Tucker, doesn't get this. Like yeah. what that? You know, anyway. Yeah, but, but, but perfect storm for a kicker. So going
1: from uh, from that game, which is kind of like the kick, kick fest, to what some people are uh, vaunting is maybe the game of the year, uh, Niners 48, Saints 46. What a game.
0: Oh, oh, my gosh. I saw the highlights. I unfortunately didn't get to watch the whole game, but just the highlights were exciting because it's like five minutes of, no, they scored. No, they scored. No,
1: he intercepted. No, they did. Oh. It's what a so, game. So crazy because both these teams are you know, known for having two of the better defenses uh. and to combine for almost a hundred points put up in that game. Pretty crazy. Of course, we all saw George Kittle, a grown man, a beast, play at the man. end to kind of seal beast. the game for the uh for the Niners. This actually a huge win for the Niners gets them right back in control of the one seed. And also, again, beating the Saints is huge because. They'll have the tiebreaker for over them if it comes to that regarding uh, home field advantage in the playoffs. Yeah,
2: I definitely agree. So far, this is a game of the year. Just an sort of amazing game to watch and be a part of. Um, This does have implications for the Saints. Apparently, the Packers jumped them for the two seed. Wow. And now the Packers have to buy Well, if the playoffs were to start today. And just takeaways from that game, George Kittle... He's a very manly man. He's a beast, best tight end in the league. Emmanuel
1: Sanders. Went Emmanuel off.
2: Sanders with a huge game, and the Niners, man, they're. I mean, they have proved it already. But beating the Saints in New Orleans, they have really proved they are a team to fear. Now, and they are now here. we do
1: got to give some credit to the Saints here. Uh, they again they put up forty six against San Francisco, who's been shutting everyone down. And Drew Brees looked good, as good as I've seen him look all year. We've kind of talked bad about him at times. He looked really good. Mike Thomas continues to put oh, up numbers. A,
0: this was a tough Impressive. loss for them. Tough loss yeah. for them. Oh, yeah. Some of the stuff I read over over uh, this morning when I was looking at the websites, and I should have been working. but um, <laughs> it, And it was basically talking about overreaction. So if we can say that with the 49ers will win the Super Bowl, it's not an overreaction. I mean, they've lost twice in overtime to Seattle and a field goal in the rain against Baltimore, but they're a good team. But you look back at the Saints... Well, they could go up and win the Super Bowl. There are reasons to worry, but their yeah. offense
1: looked great on Sunday. You wouldn't be shocked if you knew right? one of these teams was going to end up So winning, we're not quite or... there.
0: We can say, okay, this is how it's lining yeah. up. There's a lot of teams still in contention. Yeah, d-
2: the Niners and St- Saints. If Honestly, if you told me four weeks ago that one of those teams is going to be in the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised. The Niners and the Saints are both great teams. And, you know, I wasn't here to talk about it last week. I, I did have... If we were to pick it, I did have the Niners to win this game because I thought they D line that front seven was gonna maul Drew Brees and Drew Brees is not a dual threat, and you know that didn't happen. Drew Brees mm-hmm. was able to help the Saints for forty six points, but
1: uh, you know, great game. A, a game I was great really game. interested yeah. in. I was hoping for an upset in this one. It didn't happen. The Lions only put up seven points to so the Vikings twenty. Again, as, you know, rooting for the Rams. I need the mm-hmm. Vikings to lose. But they weren't able to, they were successful today. I believe that makes six losses in a row for Detroit. Um, I think I saw somewhere that Matt Patricia is now like 9 and 19 and maybe with a tie in there um, as his record with the Lions. Some people are starting to think maybe he's on the hot seat if they, they're not sure if, if if he's the answer for Detroit. So that's something to keep in mind going forward. Yeah. Vikings, that... they win, good for them, but not well. really an impressive outing.
0: But still, good for Kirk Cousins. We've ragged on him a little bit here and there. So, another win in his box, at least for the season.
2: Yeah, Kirk Cousins is quietly well, yeah, quietly having a pretty darn good season. Yeah. But um, to go back on Matt Patricia, you know, we talked about there's like seven, six, seven, eight new coaches every year. Right. That is matt patricia's job is one of the candidates in that eight in my opinion yeah Mm. when me
1: and nick were talking about you know off off you know mike or whatever we were talking about how we were shocked about uh ron rivera being fired he wouldn't have been one of our first choices if you said oh someone's getting fired i we wouldn't have thought it would be him and you know you start to look around yeah exactly right i think uh, on average like five new coaches each year so if you start to look, we've already had two get fired so far with uh, Jay Gruden and Rivera. You know yeah, who are um, those other couple going to be? Again, this is a guy who's near that list. I again, it's hard to, to know for sure. But uh, moving on, you know, a game that really was shocking to I think everyone. But sometimes you see this stuff happen. Definitely. The Texans they beat the Patriots last week, and everyone was super high on them. Again, being a longtime football fan, I do notice that sometimes after high emotion wins. Teams lay an egg, and they're flat the next week, and that's exactly what happened for Houston. They put up 24 points, yeah. but they gave up 38 to the Broncos. And believe it or not, it was 38-3 at one point, not even close at one point. Broncos, again, we talked about this you know, weeks ago. We were like, oh, they're not looking good. Maybe they'll give Drew Locke a shot, and sure enough, he's 2-0 as a starter. I mean, I don't know if he'll be able to keep that rolling. but 14 points, first quarter, you, nothing from the Texans, so they got off to a good start. Right. And if you're well, if you're a Denver fan, you got to have some optimism that maybe Drew Rock's yeah. the answer. I mean, it's so so small sample size, but you know, good for them. You know, they look good. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think it's too small of a sample size to know if he's the answer or not. But man, uh, real big turnaround. You know, I picked obviously picked the Texans to beat the Patriots last week, and uh, definitely didn't see them losing to the Broncos
0: in Houston. Matter of fact, so I mean, some of these home teams did not have a great weekend.
1: Yeah, speaking of a home team losing, we actually had the Ravens go into Buffalo twenty four seventeen this God, week. Yeah. Um, you know, again, the Ravens continue to roll. Lamar Jackson is so good. Um, you know, the Bills g- again seventeen to twenty four. It's a one score game. The Bills continue to be one of those teams that. It, they're tough to beat. You're gonna have. They don't get blown out. They keep it close. They they're always in the game. And those are teams that are gonna be tough to beat in the playoffs. Um, and again, this could be a, a preview for a playoff matchup down the line, some point. So again, you know, good. But this win for ba- Baltimore very crucial and kind of cementing themselves in the one seed right now in the AFC. Was this a?
0: Would- was this more of a team effort, you think, than just Jackson coming out there and taking yeah, it apart? Yeah, it the, seemed like it was more yeah. of a team effort. Oh yeah, Josh Allen had more more yards, I think, than he.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, only nine points fantasy wise. I know that for sure. <laughs> Not great for me, but yeah. Well, I Lamar, know Lamar. Yeah. Well, but that's good to see a team
0: step up instead of always. Oh, it's this one player. You get that guy out. In the sure. Sun. No, it's a team effort. Always.
2: Again, man. You know, every time I come out here and I'm talking about the Baltimore Ravens, I my takeaway is that de- our defense has been looking better and better every week. I believe we had seven sacks this week with one where there's a fumble on Josh Allen. And, you know, going back on last week, we had Otto Matt Tuck, Justin Tucker, best kicker in the league, you know, most accurate kicker in the league history as of right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, Lamar Jackson, you know, he we only scored 24 points, but... All you got to do is outscore the other team. doesn't matter. And, you know, I was concerned. I was a little concerned about the Buffalo Bills. I know they're a great team, and I know they were going to be ready. And, you know, it was pretty much about the score. I didn't. I knew it wasn't going to be a high scoring. Some people thought, oh, Baltimore's going to blow them out. Now, even though I'm a Baltimore fan, I knew it wasn't going to be that. I knew Buffalo was going to give us a hell of a shot. 1724 is arguably what I would have predicted. Not sure. Didn't pick it before. But yeah, hell of a game. Maybe an AFC Championship preview. Um, I don't know, but yeah, great game.
1: Yeah, and you know, from two playoff teams, we've got to go to two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. We had Cleveland Browns win 27-19 over the Bengals. Close game. The the Bengals actually have shown some life here the last few weeks. Past
0: two weeks they have, yes. Definitely yeah. agree to that.
1: I wasn't on the last week's show, so I wrote down
2: a couple notes so I can remember to say it tonight. And one of them was about Ron Rivera. The other one was mentioning Otto Matt Tuck, Justin Tucker. And the third one,
1: is the Browns stink, man. They're terrible. They look like poop. They smell like it too. Um. Well, you made a funny joke about the Browns a few weeks back about how you can polish a, you know, a shit all you want, but at the end of the day, it's still a shit, and that's what the Browns are, I think you said. And again, I think you're still sticking with that sentiment. Um, I know that there's a lot of drama in Cleveland regarding Odell Beckham's future. Some people are saying that after games, he's going up to other teams and asking, like, telling them, like, to, to come get him and, like, he wants to be out of there. Again, who knows if this is true, if people are just stirring up drama, but it's an interesting aspect.
2: He's the next AB in, in coming reincarnated. He's going to be a factor in the locker rooms. Teams are not going to want him. He just
0: needs to stop. It's in. Antonio Drama. Antonio. Antonio Brown was trying to get on our podcast. We had to turn him away. So, <laughs> not
1: interested. <laughs>
0: yeah. He would have been bad for the morale.
2: Um but yeah, you know these wide receivers and their egos. I mean, like I some of them Hopkins. I really like Hopkins. He's a great guy. Sure. But like Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, I I can't Michael Thomas kind of he's a great guy but like
1: can't guard Mike that's his Twitter handle they're just what like, is it
2: can't guard Mike yeah, that's his oh, Twitter that's handle. that's pretty cool they're, the why I don't know what it is about these wide receivers but they just
1: got such a high ego like yeah. it's just I know it is what it he is needs but to stop man like you know moving on to kind of an ego system we have the guy who took a selfie so he missed a snap Dwayne Haskins Putting up 15 points, unsuccessful in this effort against the Green Bay Packers this week as they put up 20 points. Again, Nick talked about this a little bit earlier. This putting Green Bay in a sort of a buy position, which is a huge change. No, they, um, they you
0: know what, they're good for Green Bay because they kind of needed this. Just to, yeah, so I, they've been battling some good teams the past few. weeks. I think
1: people were actually saying right now again the the better Aaron for the Packers actually Aaron Jones. He's the one who carried them this right. week. Um, so again, if We've talked about this for, I I don't know if we've talked about this not in the podcast setting, but for years it's always been Aaron Rodgers carrying this Green Bay team on his back, and people are always wondering, man, if he could have a defense, if he could have a run game, they'd be tough to beat. And now they do. They have a good defense. They have a good run game. Packers are a dangerous team. The NFC is so loaded, it's going to be so interesting to watch the playoffs. Right? It's
0: it's an all-Aaron show on there, though. Aaron Rodgers was obviously your your pass performer, passing top performer. But Aaron Jones, he he picked up both the rushing top performer and the receiving top performer, so yeah, he's covering two categories. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, but you know, it goes to show that the Packers they win this game that you know is a not a must win, but it's one you mark up before it's the game is played. But looking at it, it's it's kind of like you beat the Redskins by five points in Lambo. It's kind of like you you think this team that's ten and or 11 and 2 or 10 and 3 or whatever their record is. You would think they would be doing a lot better against this Redskins team that you don't even remember the record of
1: the Redskins. Yeah, though. to be fair, Redskins have been performing better as of late. The Redskins have but... the
0: same record as the Packers. Oh, I'm sorry. 3 and 10, not 10 and 3. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, it goes to show they're winning these games that they should win, but
0: not by much, right? Not yeah. impressive. Well, roll over. If you're kinda. a Packer fan, yeah. you're like,
2: t- only five points.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, no, no.
2: A I win's a win. That's
0: a good, you know, But that's a good thing to worry about. I mean, as we go in, yeah, we're going yeah. in strong into the. A win's a win into yeah, the, 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 the the playoffs, but. Uh. Anyways, next. yeah.
1: So you know, again, a close game going from that, we got to go to a blowout. You know, and and again, Chargers love to be on blowouts because every time they're in a close game, they're losing. So this one, they blow out the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, forty-five to ten. And, you know, some people are starting to wonder if the Jags are quitting on their coach, Doug Marone. That's another name at the top of the hot list. for You know, coaches maybe getting fired. Again, uh, who knows what's going to happen there. But, again, Chargers, here we go. I mean, a big win. Again, they're kind of out of the playoff race at this point, but they're still going to fight to the end.
0: No, they're fighting to the end. And, and, and you know, props to Rivers, you know, our, our Crimea Rivers guy. Uh, yeah. Three touchdowns on his 38th birthday. Good for him. Oh, so, happy birthday. Happy birthday.
1: Yeah, um...
2: Where has this been all year? I know Eckler, man. Oh,
0: Eckler with a huge
1: right? game, man. What a great game. What yeah. was it? I, I don't remember the exact yardage, but I think it was like it was 130 in- yards or something. Oh, okay. On only 12 touches, which they're saying, man, they really got to get this guy the ball more.
0: 101 One on Mellon's rushing, 112
1: on receiving. Oh, so it was it was, it was two hundred over 200 yards, but I think it somebody 200 yards only like 12 touches. So it's just like, man, get it this it? guy the it ball. It? And, you know, he's been productive for them. You makes so, you wonder. Solid
2: win. As if you're a Charger fan, which I know a couple, where has this been all year? Jags are not a <laughs> terrible defense, but they're a pretty good one. Better than the Cowboys and right Giants defenses have been. And, you know, they just go into Jacksonville and blow them out like this. I mean, yeah. you would think that like a, a veteran like Rivers would have consistency, but, you know, they've been very well, inconsistent. Well,
0: that's been kind of the problem this season, inconsistency.
2: Uh, yeah, so... Same thing with our Rams. Great, great win for the Chargers. For the Rams. Great win for the Chargers, but... I mean, it's still, you got question marks on their future because, you know, they're out of it this year, I think. Uh,
0: I, I'm done talking about them. <laughs> but, but, so, speaking
1: again, so last year the Chargers were, you know, one of the AFC wild cards. They aren't going to be that this year. One of the teams that's kind of taken their place this year looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're, they won 23-17 oh, yes, 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 over yes. Arizona this week. Again, they're not really exciting, but they get, they're get they getting it done. A lot of people are actually saying Mike Tomlin it should be um, the coach of the year, which, again, I, I get they they got their third-string quarterback in. They're still playing well, but, I mean, how can you not give it to, you know, Harbaugh or Kyle Shanahan with the performance they've had? I mean, some people, you know, oh, yeah, he's out over performance. Last year, the Niners had the second pick or third pick in the draft, and now they're, like, the number one seed in the league. So, like... Come on, like I think that he, Shanahan probably should get it or Harbaugh, but I've seen a lot of momentum about Mike Tomlin, Coach. Here, what's your thoughts on that, guys?
2: I I understand. I be- also agree it should be Harbaugh or Shanahan. I think those are two of the top tier coaches in the league. But I do understand. Obviously, I don't. I hate the Steelers. I I hate it. Hate them. And but I don't I really don't like seeing them in the playoffs. I Paul knows this when they missed the playoffs last year. I was so happy it was it was awesome, but um, <laughs> you know they somehow finding a way to be in the wild card this year. It's a little irritating, but um, I do understand the, uh for Mike Tomlin being coached the a year. They're down to a third string quarterback and they're still fighting for this wild card spot. But really, what I think what takes it away, and I know. I know it's not his fault, but I what I really think takes him out of that conversation is you know his team got in a freaking brawl on live television on s- prime time. I know it wasn't yeah. his fault, but I no, mean but that it's... is the team he runs. I think yeah. part of that
1: almost I helps that's... his argument in in a weird way, like a weird like way people spin these things that he's been able to sort of avoid his team being complete chaos. So all these different. Uh, drama, Antonio Brown situation, right. and Le'Veon Bell holding out last year, and then Ben's going to be out the whole year, and somehow they're still like not you know a train wreck. I, I don't again. I, I've said I don't think he win it. I have a feeling he might end up winning it. People are going to end up you know riding that train. Well, but you know a team that that we we'll see what happens. Yeah. But one team that we thought might be in that wild card conversation a few weeks ago, and they've kind of completely fallen off a cliff. The Oakland Raiders. 21 points, 42 for Tennessee, man. Titans and believe it or not,
0: man.
1: the Titans are now, I think, tied oh. with Houston in the AFC South. And they guess what? Those two teams play two of the next three weeks. So that's going to be really interesting. Ryan Tannehill, man, he's played extremely well. People are saying that they're going to probably extend him and keep him as their answer for the next few You're years. Right. it interesting to see how that goes. Um, they're kind of saying Marcus Mariota who at this point. Uh, Derrick Henry though has been phenomenal, and AJ Brown is kind of emerging as sort of a uh, yeah. a great receiving option for them. The rookie out of Ole Miss.
2: Yeah, AJ Brown with a huge week. Ryan Tannehill with a huge week. And you know, speaking of the AFC playoffs, let's go Titans! Let's overtake them Steelers. Let's get it. Come on.
1: Yeah, I think they're right in position to, to same records. That conversation. I think honestly. Yeah. Um, another again speaking. What, did, did you, do you have anything? No, as no, as well? they
0: not No, you're right. I'm just. I'm actually following along. You guys are doing great. Well, Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. are you're yeah. running eight and five. Houston Texans eight and five. Tennessee Titans eight and five. So yeah. next week we'll see all that change.
1: Well, Houston, like we said, Houston and Tennessee have to play each other two of the next week, which I think they're, they're going to split. Right, that out mean, I think they're going to split. It. Speaking of the AFC playoff race, the Chiefs went into Foxborough, ended a huge long streak of of the Patriots winning at home. And twenty three sixteen, Patriots kind of got screwed over late. Yeah, is it sour grapes? Is it sour grapes for me to say they should have got that? So uh, the way it happened was, I believe the way it worked was, so Kelsey fumbled, but they didn't call it a fumble, so they had to use their review and they got it. But after they are their challenge, sorry. Yeah. But since they'd already used their challenge, they couldn't use it again later on because they already used it Um, when Nikhil Harry scored and he did score. But they called him out of bounds. They couldn't challenge it because it wasn't a scoring play, technically, because they called su- him out of bounds.
0: And I'm surprised. The refs usually, that kind of a of, of yeah. a call, they usually don't miss those.
1: Well, mm. so the, and also, yeah, going back I mean, to that fumble. It wasn't
0: fumble, like he was like on the inch. I mean, he had a, looked like at least yeah, one, and, two and inches. Sorry, going away back from to the... that
1: fumble, it looked like Stephon Gilmore picked it up and had a good chance to score on that fumble, but the whistle got blown. So, really, if you're oh, a Patriots, yes, yes, yes. A, the thing people are saying about Patriots fans is welcome to life as fan of any other team we everyone else has to deal with kind of bad calls and being screwed over sometimes so you know again you can't win them all you got to yeah. learn that yeah you know
2: I wasn't here obviously going <laughs> again I wasn't here last week I actually had the Chiefs winning this game in Foxborough you know I agree, agree. they were, were two bad calls uh, Kelsey was a fumble Um Stefan Gilmore did pick it up and you know I don't know if he was going to score because Tyree Hill, man, he was, he was ran play. out of them very fast. Fair play. And uh, I think Mikul Hardman is also running him down very fast. So I don't know yeah. if Gilmore would have scored, but he definitely would have got within like the 20. He, he put him in the red zone fast. Yeah. And uh, they ended up only getting three, a, a field goal off that fumble, which could have been a touchdown if, you know, they had sure. the return. And also, they had the wasted. Challenge on that, and their other challenge that had been wasted on uh, like a ball spot on Steph, uh, Sammy Watkins, which they ended up taking. So they lost both challenges, and of course, which leads they can't challenge the. Well, no, they ne- got the fumble ne- one Mikko right. They got Harry. the fumble, but yeah, but they didn't get the challenge back. Why? Because you only get two. I know. Yeah. Um, which leads to Namek- Nicole Harry Nicole Harry should have been a touchdown. I remember watching it. And I'm like, oh, they scored, and then they cut, away, they cut away or whatever, and they go back, and all of a sudden it's third down. I'm like, I ju- I ju- I'm like, I just saw him score. What's going on? He, horrible call by the ref. He was definitely in bounds. The ref was right there. He should have seen
1: it. He, you know, he got- it's one of those things where if the ref would have called it a touchdown and he did step out of bounds, they would have been, they would have reviewed it because it was a scoring play, and they would have said, oh, he stepped out of bounds, but since he called him out of bounds it wasn't a scoring play right so they couldn't review it cuz they they automatically review all scoring oh, plays yeah You're right so that's, that's kind of a weird I one. Yeah, 100% it, it's really unfortunate
2: agree. the refs in this game they really stunk like the Browns, you know, they made two horrible mistakes. You know, that fumble with Kelsey, they called it down. So a ref blew a whistle. If you it wasn't don't blow down. your whistle, you're not yeah. supposed to blow your whistle. You're supposed to let the return happen. And then if it wasn't a fumble, Oh, the return didn't even matter. The same but thing happened. If it was a fumble. Year, the
0: return matters. So you don't you're blow your whistle call to kill the play. And
2: then yeah. with that, that Nicole Harry or Nicole, Harry, Nikhil Harry, Harry. Like Jeez, Harry, yeah. I can't say his first name. Um, the Harry touchdown, if you just call it a touchdown and he does step out of bounds, oh, guess what? All touchdown, I mean, all tu- scoring plays are reviewable. Oh, wait. He's down at the three. If you if you just call it a touchdown, then yeah. you can reverse it to well, down at the right. three. Really, no, the, the way, that's, that's the way, way they got to
1: change the rule is just like any play that's a scoring play or could be a, review, a scoring play because... Like, you know what I mean? Like they got to be able to say because that would have been a touchdown had he not blown it at the and wrong they time reviewed or whatever. It right
0: there. I mean,
1: it is You're what right. it is. Yep. Again, pl- these reviews and all these different things. But again, sometimes you just got to live with the fact that it's an imperfect sport. Yeah. Um, humans make mistakes. Well, yeah. that, and that's the, rest that's the, the thing. It's, yeah.
0: it's you know, back in the day when Greg, Greg, who's not here with us, but back in the day when Greg and I first watched this as kids. Replays? What? No, that's just what it called, and you moved on. Sometimes the refs make bad calls. You got to live. So it's 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 unfortunately it's it's part of the game. Just like I mean, we get that same thing in and in baseball and a lot in in basketball. It's just part of the game.
1: Ball do All right, all right. And one game that didn't come down to the wire this time, although last time these two teams played came down to a field goal that just missed Greg Zerline, But this time the Rams actually handled the Seahawks, twenty eight to twelve. Really dominated the line of scrimmage. Russell Wilson was under duress all night. Um, Goff looked good. Gurley looked good. Robert Woods, another big performance. I mean, some people are starting to question if the Rams are kind of back in form that we've seen last year. Obviously, you know, they had a couple really bad games this year against the, uh, against um, San Francisco and against Baltimore. But they've always played well against Seattle, so I kind of expected this to be a good one from the Rams. Um, but the Rams winning actually has huge implications of all the playoffs because this puts Seattle now in the five seed. They were the one, like the one or two seed last week. We the talked Switch about this. Seed. Friend, yeah. Now they drop all the way down to the five seed, um, and the Rams keep their playoff hopes alive. Um, they're still one game behind the the Minnesota Vikings, and um, so they need the Vikings to lose. They really the Rams have to win out. Got a tough schedule ahead. They got they go into Dallas next week. Um, and then they play San Francisco and uh, see, uh, who, and then like Arizona again or something like that. But point being, they kind of need a win out, and they need uh, Minnesota to lose. But again, the Rams starting to get hot here at the end, um, and and really interesting to see.
2: And claw their way in. Yeah, um, makes you wonder if
1: that kick had just I know. gone in, dude. I know. That's a complete different story. Well, yeah, but even beyond that, oh, had had they made that, that yeah. kick, even had bigger repercussions because. What the Seahawks would be like nine and four, and the Rams would be like nine and four, no, or like eight and five, where like the Rams would even have a chance to maybe edge out the Seahawks potentially if things work out a certain way. They would well, even the Rams- have a
2: chance to edge out the Niners because they play them again. But who knows?
0: We'll
1: see. Yeah, so wait a way the ball. Bounces. Anyway, again, that's the NFL. Yeah, it's not get um, too carried it's away. It's a game of inches. It's a game of things I like saw this. That game. <laughs> Speaking of, mind ex- you, like
0: you said last time, Seattle handled the Rams. Really couldn't they couldn't flip it around, right. so I don't want to say no. Could
1: happen again, and just to review, yeah. we yeah. just it's Monday night. We just saw a phenomenal ending overtime win for the Eagles 23 17. Um, wow, what a finish! Eli Manning now is a losing record in his career. Yeah, um, in other words, you can always say Eli Manning is a loser. Um, <laughs> Carson Wentz, Super Bowl, though. You know, I will I'll... give him that. Zach Ertz, 30 points. Jeez. and yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, we talked to Joey on that, but that's good. So uh, that, that takes care of our Week 14 games. A little more review, uh, which was good for us to go through. All right, guys. Let's move on to the real league that matters. The Family Matters League, which, I don't know. Should we start at the bottom? It's, it's Red Foreman's foot against Placentia Drumline. We were fighting for eighth place. And I don't Seven. know if it's... I don't, or, no, eighth. 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 My bad. Eighth. And I don't know if I'm just a good uncle. <laughs> but Joey, Joey but uh, Nikki did beat me on this week. So, yeah. yeah, Good job, Nick. I don't feel like I won. <laughs> um, and then
1: so we look
2: at the Kent, who also the, Kent also the guy who didn't make it. He had a ninety seven this week. And then going into the things that actually matter, matter family, family matters, matters. <laughs> mm, but not our family. Our league. Uh, Ryan on the buy. Actually, a top scorer this week, 153. Show off. <laughs> yeah. And Russell Wilson only had nine. Which, so. I know,
0: Russell, we told you you should you know, sit that
2: guy. Yeah, down. sit him, man.
0: Sit him down.
2: Okay, and then jumping into our playoff <laughs> matchups, we had Greg and Ben. In, oh.
1: Which, oh, before we get into this, I, I one correction from last week, uh, we were talking about guys who've won the league in before. I forgot to mention Ben won the league a couple of years back. That escaped my mind. So I'm sorry if, if Ben, you're listening. I'm sorry to for not forgetting to mention that you're actually a former champ.
2: Yeah. I, okay. I yeah. I do remember that. And yeah. So Ben and Greg, you know, they are it was a brawl, fist for fist, and Deshaun Watson, Ben's top scorer, with two rushing touchdowns 27 late, seven points, twenty-seven points. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 24, yeah. and he's low performer. Jack Doyle, four.
1: Actually, Alshon Jeffrey got him a donut nope. tonight. He got no, hurt, that's, that's and that's low. what kind of escaped him. I know Greg was nervous that Alshon. He had 28 last week, and he was worried that if he goes off again tonight, that he would potentially, you know, upset Greg's right. chances. Um, and unfortunately for Ben, he got hurt, and and that didn't pay off for him. But Thanks, again, Ben, great season.
2: Yeah, great season, Ben. You know, it had its ups and downs, and it ended on a downhill swing. I'm sorry about that. But his opponent, Greg, won 38 in total. Eckler with 31. Big Huge Eckler. game yeah. for Austin Eckler. Pittsburgh defense with 20. Jeez. Huge game for that defense. And yeah. uh, his
1: low performer, it
2: his was actually pick. his first pick. Alvin Kamara, only five points in... That high-scoring game. Yeah, you
1: would think you see forty-eight to forty-six scoreline. Surely he scored some quality fantasy team should points. Have been getting points. Well,
0: like I that, thought the right? same.
1: I would have thought the same thing. I guess well, might as well get into my matchup. You yeah. know, uh, we had Screwed by the Bell. Myself, one nineteen. You know, Jim had one twenty-four, and really, you know, it ended up close. All day, Jim was actually blowing me out, and and I didn't think I would be able to get it close, so it gave me some hope at the end, but we'll kind of get into that. But again, speaking of that 48-46 shootout, I had Tevin Coleman in that game. For the Niners, he got me a a fat zero, which is a little disappointing. Um, What happened really is he played early, and then Mostert got hot, and so they kept rolling with him, and then they used some Brita. So Tevin really didn't even get in the game at the end, and it was really disappointing for me. Um, But... You know, just looking at this matchup as a whole, you know, I was led by DeAndre Hopkins, 26, Woods, 24. Gurley. That zero 20. from Coleman really kind of hurt me. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen only got me nine points, which a little disappointing from your quarterback. Um, you know, funnily enough, my original plan was actually to go Daniel Jones this week. I had picked him up about a week or two ago. But then he got hurt, and obviously, you know, Eli played. So when I saw Eli was going to play, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to roll with my guy, Josh Allen. And unfortunately, that turned out to be a bad decision. I also wasn't really wanting to play Tevin Coleman this week. I knew against New Orleans' defense, it wasn't necessarily a good matchup. I was hoping James Conner would come back for me, my man, my second-round pick. But he he didn't play this week, unfortunate. Um, and again, I you know a few little changes. I might have actually been able to find a way to win this game. Um, you know, I went with Lockett over Metcalf. Would have been a seven-point swing. Uh, Kirk over, you know, John Brown. A few different changes. Again, that's the thing about fantasy football, though, is you kind of have to make these close calls and, and hope it works out in your favor. Well, you yeah. Jim. But fair play to Jim. 33 from Emmanuel Sanders, man. Jeez. He, he caught passes and he even threw a touchdown pass, I think. Or yeah, he I saw bad. that. That
0: was a good to, one. That
1: was to, wild. Um, yeah. To Mostert, sure enough. Um... And then, but his low was only one from a Sony Michelle. Yeah, he
2: really tried to help out, you know, give you back when you he, had the zero. He tried to. Well,
1: he made it close. Yeah, because, you know what? he
0: really did. You had a zero. He had a
2: one. Well, so at that's one point, good match.
1: Look, I will say, at one point, I think like midday on Sunday, I was only projected to get to one hundred and seven, and he was projected to get like one hundred and forty. So I'm yes, like, oh man, it's over. I'm screwed. And then, sure enough, it ended up being one twenty four one nineteen. So my team overperformed, his team underperformed those projections. But hey, fair play to Jim. Congratulations, um, you know. Good luck. You're going to actually play the winner of our last matchup, which was
2: that game was very close, five point game. This game became a two point game, and it, it, just crazy finish it was game of the week. We had John versus well, matchup Joe of the
0: week for sure. Yes, where yeah, it was John and didn't see that.
2: Falls to the stakes, 107 to 109. John had Alan Robinson with a good game, 21 points. Matt Ryan with a good game, 20 points, and you know, disappointing Chicago minus one on Thursday. But, but with Joe, with uh, Derrick Henry, a good game, 23. DeAndre Washington, who he had to plug in for a hurt Josh Jacobs, 21 points. may have
1: even been a benefit for him that Jacobs didn't play because Washington had a big game.
2: Yeah, well, Jacobs could have done better. He also could have done worse. We don't know. Yeah. And Ertz on thir- Monday night with a huge game which won Joe. 30 bomb tom. Thir- 30 points with the game-winning touchdown. In to- overtime. In overtime to give Joe the win when he was down by six. Which was it was an eight point play because it was ten plus yards with the, plus to catch and a touchdown. Joe was able to win even with the minus eight from San Fran. Jeez. It's absolutely insane.
1: Hell of a game, ja, Jamie, Jamal Williams, it's, who's been one of Joe's stalwarts. Only two points as well. Yeah, and yeah, and then from John, you know, Allen Robinson, a big twenty one point game for him. Matt Ice, Matty Ice, with twenty. But negative negative one from Chicago's defense obviously he's gonna be reevaluating his decisions there but again you can't really be that mad when you see Joe played a negative eight so like he kind of almost um, lucky to sort of you know yeah, be yeah. that close essentially but again you know fair play to John man we um, his name he changed his name to start to bottom because he started you know he was got off to a yeah, rough a, start yeah. but man he really battled back and made the playoffs and Man, for for a while there, me and Nick were thinking, oh, John's going to pull this out and, and maybe even make a run here in the playoffs, um, but now we got Joe, actually, he's going to be taking on Jim in the second round. Again, you got to look at this, Joe is a former winner of this league, um, and now his team might have some momentum to roll on. What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a game. we got Joe, Jim, a former winner versus a hopeful winner, um, I, mean, I don't... 100 percent know the matchups, so I don't want right. to pick it's one right away. Tell. But I'm, I'm
1: sorry, Jim, but I'm off, I'm rolling with Joe. He's my brother. I will say that Jim does is going to have uh, Patriots defense versus Cincinnati next week, so it's oh, Joe shit. will definitely not be looking forward to that. Patriots defense may dominate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Paul knows. How I know that all that is. how the Patriots defense dominating. Uh, they. Kick my butt!
0: All right, so we're and gonna, then like, the
1: other playoff matchup we got Grego, Greg Gov versus Ryan the Kamish. Wow, Restful what a, what a matchup,
0: man, dude! Coming off the bye, that's going to be a good showdown right there.
1: Man, what a matchup! I mean, again, I talked last week. I was I was talking about how my team I'm really rooting for, you know, besides myself this year was Greg. Um, again, I'd have to sort of roll with that. I'm I'm hoping Greg can pull it off. But, man, it would still be a huge upset because oh. Ryan has been so dominant. As we all know, it's been hey, talked about Drake's so many times. no
0: breaks in the sense of, like, no, okay, he not. has an easy week. He's every week. There's no such won. thing as
1: easy week in Family Matters League. No, yeah.
0: there's not. That's what I mean. Every week is a battle. Yeah. So, But we do know Ryan is beatable.
2: Paul beat him. And a, some guy who's not even in the playoffs, and I don't know who his terrible ass is, was able to get him. Sorry, it's Ryan. It's weird. But um, it's, it's- he is beatable. And, uh, you know, everybody has a chance. All you got to do is be in the game.
0: All right, so sounds like we got our matchup set up for next week. Wow. Let's move on to week 15 and see what we got. Okay, guys, let's see what we got right, here. We'll we got Monday nights, or Thursday nights, Thursday game, night football. Jets versus the Ravens.
2: Jeez. Jets going into Baltimore. I think it's pretty obvious we're all going to be taking Baltimore, even Greg who's not here yeah, with
1: us. Baltimore, 14.5-point favorites. That's one of the bigger numbers we've seen this year, I would say. They already got that out? Yeah, wow. according to the ESPN app that I'm looking at right okay. now, it says 14.5. That's just... Again, they're going to dominate. I, I don't think there's any question of that. Um, I think the Jets could, could keep it like competitive for maybe a quarter, but at the end of the day, like Lamar Jackson's too good. Really, the key for the Ravens right now is just staying healthy and in going into the playoffs. I will say that I am aware. Uh,
2: apparently, Lamar has a quad thing he got on that hit late in the game. I think it was. Believe it was that He took a hit when he threw that sixty-one-yard touchdown. Uh, Hayden Hurst. Um, but he he's day to day, and if I know him correctly, he's not gonna miss this game.
1: Um, one game that I'm interested in. Again, I'm talking about. I'm basically rooting against Minnesota going forward here. So I'm really hoping the Chargers can roll continue form from their big win this week in Jacksonville. They get to come home uh to LA and hopefully can beat the the Vikings at home. Please uh, I could love it Phillip Rivers put another big performance out there.
0: You know, I don't think that's a bad pick honestly to take the Chargers on that they are on a roll right now. So this I mean they could have yeah, some I momentum. About it.
2: I also hope I agree. Uh I hope the Chargers win. Uh I do hope the Chargers win. But this, is that the, that's the Sunday night game?
1: No, I was just again talking another game, another game. Oh, uh, it's on the it's on the no 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 it, 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 it is. Oh well, on my um, well, on on this
2: thing it doesn't show. Oh. They okay, actually they changed it. The Sunday yeah. night game is a different game. But if I had the pick, oh. you guys go yeah, get they Chargers. I well. hope the Chargers win it. Are you gonna pick the Chargers though? Is that I'm gonna take Greg's advice. I'm gonna <laughs> pick the Vikings so the Chargers can win it.
0: Well, uh, I think then Greg
2: I'm picking, should probably, I'm picking Greg's, yeah. Greg's
0: going to go with you, uh, Nick, and pick the Vikings for his Jim. That means don't pick the Vikings. Just yeah, a definitely. PSA. The more you know. Oh, I see. Um. <laughs> what,
1: I see one of the confusions there is that I think was originally supposed to be the Sunday night game, and then they flexed it off. Now it's going to be Colts. Uh, okay. I mean, sorry, Bills at Steelers. Again, matchup. But right now, uh, the two uh, teams no. in the uh, AFC playoffs. That's a good game. Uh, Wild card teams. Um, Pittsburgh actually two point favorites at home. um, I think I would be taking those points, uh, and going with Buffalo Bills. I think they're a better team. Um, they have a better quarterback right now. I mean, no offense to duck Hodges, but I think Josh Allen's a little bit better than him. Um, Steelers, again, they keep it close. So if you know, you keep that in mind, it's going to probably be a close game. You know, Buffalo doesn't go out and blow teams out, but I think in the end, Buffalo will win this game. Probably a battle.
2: Yeah, I'm picking Buffalo without a doubt in this game. I think they're going to go into Pittsburgh and they're going to win. Uh, Pittsburgh. I don't understand. They don't have an offense, and they're got eight wins. Buffalo's got a great defense, though. They're only one behind
0: Buffalo. Buffalo's only got nine wins. Nine. I, it nine doesn't make record. any
2: sense. It doesn't really. It really makes no sense how they're eight. They have eight wins. It, I. <laughs> Trust me, Steve. I wonder how the Steelers are able to find success. Okay, daily, so, on a daily basis. So I got
0: Paul. Are, for the, are you I going... got Paul for the Bills. Yeah, I'm definitely Bills. <sighs> Nick's for the Bills. And Greg
1: want to be. Greg texted me that he this week he likes the Bills and the Rams or his two teams he likes on the road. Everywhere else he's going with the home team.
0: You know, considering my my record for this season, I'm going to take the Steelers just to sure. be different. Just to be different. Fair I, enough. I need you to look at me in the eye and say that.
1: Now now moving on <laughs> I, I guess moving on to Monday night here. Let's get into that. We got Indianapolis Colts going into New Orleans. Okay. Again, New Orleans gotta be a little annoyed they lost a, a hell game. They will be. But Drew Brees. I think that again the Saints are just the better team in this matchup, and they need to really win because as we talked about, they're battling for buy opportunities. So so I'm going to have to say the Saints are going to end up beating the Colts this week. What's your thoughts on this, Nick and Steve?
0: Say it again. You think the Colts are going to win? Saints? I think the Saints are going Saints. to beat the Colts. You know? I'm agreeing with you. Sorry, Nick. You, um, any, any, you a big Jacoby ca- Brissett guy? I I
2: can't complain. I can't argue against it. I also think the Saints are going to win.
0: That's why I'm going to go. to Col- No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to pick the Saints. All right, so as we said, uh, Stephen Paul are going to take the Saints. Nick's taking the Saints. Yeah. Um, we have a correction back on my Vikings Chargers. I guess Greg is going to go against his normal method, and he is going to pick the Chargers for that. We got a check from him. And um, um, I know Jim's. I know not he
1: would also take that take because some people are. Some people hope that Greg doesn't pick their teams to win. <laughs> Um, and uh,
2: we're
0: doing that just to mess with
2: Jim. We I do know Greg will
0: pick the Saints in that Colts Saints matchup. Okay, okay. I'm just writing this down so next week when we can feel good or bad about how. So we now
1: do it. you know that we've gone through all the primetime games. Uh, I mean, we can start to kind of take a look into some of the big games of the week. I know the game that uh, one of the teams I was really looking to probably win this week is maybe Kansas City um, hosting the Broncos. My concern on it is that the Broncos. Um, are in good form, right? They've won their last two. Uh, drew Locks 2-0 as a starter. But, I mean, they haven't played the Chiefs. And I think, you know, we talk about the Chiefs going in and beating New England. And, and I, again, I think I mentioned it last week. I think that they're really the team to be afraid of in the AFC, you know, if I'm Baltimore. Baltimore's the clear favorite in the AFC. I think that the only team that can beat them right now in the AFC, if I had to say, would be the Chiefs. And I think... Um, that's something to be in mind. I think Patrick Mahomes is an unbelievable quarterback. Well, he's, on and, a, he's on
0: a roll of the game.
1: And they're, gonna, they're yeah. hard to stop when they're rolling. People forget, that, you know, early in the season they were dominant and people were having maybe as the best team in the league. Mahomes gets hurt for a couple of weeks and people don't talk about him. They start to forget how good he really right. is. Yes, So right. now they're starting to get rolling. Obviously, you know, the advantage you have of uh, the Ravens and stuff is that, well, you're going to have home field advantage against a team like the Chiefs. So that's good fair play Yeah but...
2: um I do agree the Chiefs are the biggest threat. well Lamar Jackson on his career only has 4 losses as a starter. Yeah. Two of those are to the Chiefs. Fair, yeah. Chiefs and then I think Every one Every time Chargers. Lamar has played the Chiefs he hasn't and lost one of the Browns,
1: so believe it or not.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. In Baltimore, Jesus. Um, Nick Chubb just 160 on the on the ground that game. I remember it very well. Um but yeah, I I would agree the Chiefs should beat the Broncos is is in
1: Kansas City in Kansas City yeah, they, in
2: Arrowhead they should win this, come on. Um you know Greg texts me he had a bold pick of the week and Paul said it um he said it perfectly. Is that a bold pick or a stupid pick? Greg said he has the Bengals in Cincinnati versus this pit, uh, this what? Patriots.
1: Yeah, I don't know what Greg's drinking. Maybe I, he's he's drunk or something. But the I, Patriots are not losing he picks, to the Cincinnati Bengals. I think his thing is he's picking against the Patriots every week. I guess. Um, I think he's been right once or something. So maybe he's got well, confidence yeah, uh, now. The
0: uh, uh, and... clock is t- right twice, two times a day.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I agree. Know.
0: He said bold pick of the week. I said.
2: I I I think this might be Greg's
1: attempt at some comic relief here in the podcast segment. Yeah,
0: maybe. Okay, (laughs) that's what he's doing. Okay, so so Greg's going to go with the Bengals. Steve uh, Steve I don't will, think everyone no else is going to pick will not do that, neither will anybody else. Nobody else will pick that game.
1: Now, um, looking at game of the week opportunities, I think one that a lot of people are going to have their eyes on is the Rams-Cowboys game. Yes, I was just um, going to say, is that,
0: yeah.
2: that's a, a
1: deciding
0: game for both teams. Both
1: te- huge for both game- teams. The Rams yep. need a win for their playoff hopes, and the Cowboys need a – now, again, the Eagles won, so now they're tied 6-7 and seven yep, each. Yep. Yep. The Cowboys need a win to kind of solidify themselves in the division. If they lose this game – Jason Garrett might be fired on the spot, to be honest. I mean, people are really starting to criticize their coaching. They haven't won against a winning team, so you kind of feel good about the Rams because, hey, guess what? They're a winning team. They're, they're
0: winning right now. And,
1: and I think the the Rams have beat the Cowboys the last two times they've we've played them. I know last year in the playoffs comes to mind, and then a couple of years back I remember Cod Gurley had a huge game against Dallas in Dallas.
0: I think the Rams are on a bit of a roll.
1: So, I mean, I'm going to go with the yeah. Rams. Um I'm going with the Rams. What's your Rams. thoughts, Nick?
2: Uh, I also would pick the Rams in that one, and I know Greg texted us he would go to the Rams. I agree. That is Game of the Week candidate. My other Game of the Week candidate, Mm -hmm. we talked about these two teams – uh Titans and yep. Texans are going to score off in Tennessee.
1: That was my Great. other choice for game of the week too, Nick. I agree. We just talked about this. They're now Same tied. They're, eight they're battling for the AFC South division lead, and we talked about it. we'd never really get know what's going on in AFC South. Well, we we'll watch this game, maybe we'll find out.
0: And I don't think you can pick on that one. Though. I I, I picked, think it's just too it's too tight.
1: Man, A couple it's like, weeks
0: what? ago,
2: I went through every Game to come, except for I didn't look at the Dolphins Bengals schedule because I knew they're terrible. Um, I looked ball. at this game and they come and I do have them splitting. And I gave the Titan. I think the Titans are going to win this one, and then when it goes to Houston, Houston, I think the Texans are going to win that one. But honestly, as you're looking at how the Texans looked this Sunday yeah. against the Broncos in Houston, it makes me wonder.
1: You know, Nick, I was just going to bring uh, this up. The question is, what Texans do you get? If you get the Texans from two weeks ago that beat the Patriots, they're hard to beat by anybody. You know what? You get the Texans that show up this week and got pretty much just dominated by the Broncos, they're going to get beat by a lot of teams. <sighs> so, I think it really comes down to that. But also, you could say the same thing about Tennessee, man. They've had weeks where they look dominant and look really hard to beat. They could beat anybody. And then they lay complete eggs some weeks. So... It's really interesting. Although the t- Titans have been a lot more consistent with Ryan Tannehill at the helm than they were with Mariota, you know. Right now, I'll be honest with you, I'm leaning Tennessee.
2: I agree. They're the home team. They're the home team. I'm. I'm. I want to pick it. I'm trying to. I keep going back and forth. A couple weeks ago, I had the Titans winning this game at home. But you know what? changing my mind. I'm not a double down. I think the Texans are going to win this one, actually.
1: Here's just my logic. This time of year, teams start to slow down the pace of the game. I Guys are th- tired. They're worn out. End of the season, they've been, what, 14, 15 weeks strong. Right. The Tennessee Titans are a big physical team. They rely on the run game of maybe the biggest running back yeah, in the league, and, forth, and they man. have a strong defensive front that stops the run and some explosive defensive backs, Adoree Jackson, Kevin Byard. I think that Tennessee actually is kind of a team built for this time of the year when it's cold and they got some big dudes and they can run the football. Right. We saw last year, I don't know if you guys were, Derrick Henry was dominant this time of the season, the last couple of games of the, of the regular season. I think they're going to pound Derrick Henry, and Tennessee is more of a finesse, throw you and a high scoring Lightning team. I, I think Titan, that Texans. T- t- Titans are, are kind of a team built better for this time of year. Um, but yeah. that being said. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is so good, I really, so it's hard I, for me to pick against him. I don't want to pick, I, I, but I'm, really, I'm going Tennessee. I don't
2: Tennessee. feel good about my pick against Texans, but I'll tell you the logic I used. Because we've talked about the AFC South and it's boomer bust. They are you can't predict them, and you know I so you know what I used to pick this game. Titans looked good this week. Texans did not. So next week. It's if every As it does in the AFC South, it switches. So the Texans are going to have their good week, and the Titans are going to have their
0: bad week. Okay, Can't blame so, that logic. okay, so heads, Texans, tails,
1: Titans. Texans. All That's right. Great. That's Steve's pick. And we know Greg said he was going to pick the home team here, so. I like that. we got to split. He's going Tennessee with me. And, you know, those yeah, are the you games the we want to talk I, about. <laughs> Okay, so but,
0: I, I think that's all. That's all the big things to I touch wanted to up cover.
2: On, just to touch up on the other matchups, we got Buccaneers going into Detroit. Uh, Buccaneers—they've been putting up a lot of points. Uh, so start the Buccaneers players you have in fantasy. Well, Not Mike Evans is out,
1: so Chris Godwin just should get lost. Don't of start Ronald sure.
2: Jones, Jim. Uh, come on, <laughs> yeah. I thought you
1: were room for Joe. I'm um, well, <laughs> <laughs> actually, sorry.
2: No, it's just, uh, you know, if you Yeah, putting guys be able to do this, I could be in this uh, conversation. Um, mm-hmm. Bears, uh, Packers in Green Bay, you know, Packers are a better team than the Bears. Just go uh, Dolphins going to New York to place the Giants.
0: I, there's no point in picking that terrible. game. Both of those teams, terrible.
2: Although no, I would
1: say...
0: Eli's so going to put Eli in so you can get back to that pipe. I will record. say about
1: that game, if you're looking at picking <laughs> maybe, that game... Maybe, maybe. Again, Miami, a warm weather team, going up to oh. New York. It's probably going to be really cold, maybe even snow. You, yeah, you tend to favor point. the New York team in that matchup yep. because of the cold advantage. So That's a good point, to look Paul, at That's a great mm. point.
2: We got Philadelphia Eagles coming off the overtime win going into Washington...
1: They have to win, Eagles. This they is better win. this
2: is your time to shine. Walk it to them, once. Um Next matchup, we got the Seattle Seahawks going into Carolina against a team that doesn't even have a head coach right now. Right. Seattle's going to roll over the Panthers. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars who just got rolled on. Versus the Raiders, who also got rolled on. So we'll stay away from that one, folks. Yeah, too hard we got to call. the stinking Browns against the Cardinals in Arizona. The most exciting
1: three-one team I've ever seen. The I Arizona like the Arizona <laughs> in that
2: one. And then uh other matchup: Falcons, oh, Falcons going 39. into San Fran. Good luck. San Fran is
1: going to eat you, Matty Ice. Sorry. <laughs>
0: I want to say, hey, oh, no, the maybe coo- the
1: Falcons, but no. The cool, the cool, the cool storyline no, here is uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan happen. going uh, up against his old offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan won Matt Ryan that MVP. Yeah, yeah. if you're unaware, Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons the year that Matt Ryan won the uh, MVP and made it to the Super Bowl. So that's a little bit of a storyline there. I think that was all the matches. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, really exciting week. Um, this one should be another exciting one. Um, good luck to the final four members of uh, the Family Matters yeah. League still in the playoffs. You know, Ryan and Greg and Jim and Joe, congr- you know, good luck. Um, we have, you know, I think Joe is the only former winner still in it, so there's a good chance, 75% chance, I guess you could say, of a new winner this year. That'd be exciting. Yeah. yeah.
0: So right now we're scheduled. We're gonna, of course, we'll be uh, doing a podcast next week. That's the plan. We'll be doing a podcast after that to see who the final winner is of the Family Matters League. Um and then we're gonna play it by year I guess.
1: Yeah, I think we might like we do like some, sort of a playoff prediction, like the regular season. Maybe labels, quickie, like, Yeah, we'll like each pick a team we think is gonna win or something, and you we kind of go team. by that. Um, but again, it's been a great year so far. Let's finish it strong and uh, um, happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right, everybody.
0: Have a good, safe week. Pick pick your best players. Shalom. Um, I think Nick and I are just going to wipe our
2: tears Try not out. to pick
1: donut players I'm, or I'm negative gonna, eights. I'm going to
0: wipe off my
2: uh, tears so I can cry me a river.
1: I was the one crying me a river this week. i am kind of been screwed by Tevin Coleman. Maybe i got to change my name. Um, just kidding. but And really, it kind of comes back to uh, you know James Conner kind of screwing me a little bit. Uh, yeah, you I, I, I will say I, I talked to Nick. I don't think I'm going to be drafting a Pittsburgh running back anytime soon. Oh, no.
2: And no. by the way, guys, uh, mark this down so you get this in a year. Um, I'm never picking a Pittsburgh Steeler ever again. Worst decision I ever made in my life have been relying on the Steelers. I don't know why I do it to myself. I it did just it. gives you bad juju, just, doesn't it? Bad, yeah, juju. bad juju. Bad juju. Um, All right. I, guys, pick Juju Smith next year.